0: Listen, I'm so sure you're Superman that I'm willing to bet your life on it. What? (laughs) Now, if I'm right, you'll turn into Superman. My life? (laughs) And if I'm wrong? Well, you've got to listen to this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast.
1: to Rewind
0: in three, two, one. Welcome, Rewinders, and new listeners to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 or more years ago. I am your captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your ex on mine, Paul, the master interrupter powers.
2: Hey, planet Houston, we have a problem. (laughs)
0: Also, for this discussion of the film Superman 2, we welcome back aboard my lovely wife, Security Officer Christy Ruiz.
1: What up?
0: It says <laughs>
2: Security Office. Like, she's the whole security <laughs> I office. And the security We also
0: office. are joined by uh, creator of Geek Devotions, Chief Clergy Dallas Mora.
3: What's going on, guys?
0: What's going on? I assembled there because your wife Celeste was also going to join us, but alas, she was, she was not able to uh, last minute. Uh, but we hope you get better, Celeste. Uh, now that you have a quick flyby of who we are, Paul, can you give us a quick overview of the production specs for Superman 2? Not the Richard Donner's Donner cut, if anyone was wondering. This is the theatrical Superman 2. I got
1: controversial, too. Okay. <laughs>
2: yes. All right. Superman 2, The Search for More Money. Was really, no, <laughs> not the subtitle.
4: <laughs> That's a good it was subtitle, though
2: released on December 4th in 1980 in Australia, and it was also released in the UK uh, later in 1981 in April and in the US in June. It runs two hours and seven minutes and it runs, sorry, and it's rated PG. It was directed by Richard Lester and (coughs) not credited Richard Donner, anyway, with leading stars being Gene Hackman, Christopher Reeve, Margot Kidder, and a few people you may or may not recognize, like General Zod, who was, you know, Terrence Stamp. Yeah, the which music... I was. Go ahead. That
0: was nuts to me. I I looked up pictures of what he looks like today, and like, oh yeah, I know who he. I've seen him, but I yeah. didn't recognize him as Zod. Oh really? He, I oh, guess he wow. was just so young. I, yeah.
2: Yeah, the music was composed by uh, John Williams, and then it was edited severely by Ken Thorne after him. <laughs> Superman 2, the movie, was made for about $54 million and earned over $190 at the box Ooh. office. $190 million at that time. <laughs>
0: 190 simoleons.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. So
2: given this and the fact that it's in the superhero genre... How high do you think it ranks among the other 132 movies made since 1978
0: in the superhero genre?
4: 129.
0: Ooh. 129 from Christy uh, Dallas? Four. Four. Dale, who's live in the chat, guesses 10. I'm going to just be very middle of the road and say... Of course you are. 100, uh, not 100. Uh, let's see. That's uh middle of the 65. Road.
2: Wow. The answer is 68. Oh, so, wow. So That's close, right. but you didn't nail it.
0: Thank you for those factoids, Paul. You're welcome. <laughs> and let's see if any of them factor into our memory mind mode or our subsequent roundtable discussion, which we will get to once Alice has located our target film. Alice. Alert.
1: Alert. Approaching target. Spoilers incoming. Establishing analysis vector. The first Superman made the world believe a man could fly. But there are three other survivors, outlaws from the planet Krypton, each with powers equal to Superman. Superman, where are you? To stop them will take a miracle.
0: Superman? General?
1: If you've only seen the first part, you haven't seen the best part. Superman 2, rated PG. Opens Friday, June 19th. Check newspapers for local listings that line the
0: best part well that commercial definitely brings back some memories about superman 2 but to give you some context for the things we collectively remember
4: not
0: me though most That's fine. before our rewatch okay good here is our memory mind melt synopsis uh, of superman 2 superman has returned to normal life after saving the world through nonsensical time travel and somehow causes an earthquake to not swallow lois up in the earth ur- into the earth Lex tricks Superman into sending a nuke at the Phantom Zone mirror thing that is somehow at Earth now. Zod and company take over the U.S. while Kal-El gives up his powers so he can be with Lois and get beat up by the treasure guy from Gremlins. Supes gets his powers back and uses non-canonical powers. Fool you trick to defeat Zod's villains three, Chancellor Valorum. Oh, yeah, he is <laughs> Chancellor Valorum is voted to have a no confidence as his powers are stripped away by the power of the Fortress of Solitude. After escaping the crystal uh, slash class cage that the villains put Superman in, he tricks them and sends them back to the Phantom Zone. Yeah, uh, I mean, a, a little bit of that was dead on. Most of it was... Incepted. Uh, but based on those memories, as flawed as they were, what rating did they lead you to predict for this movie before rewatching it? Classic, nostalgic, or tragic? Let's start with Dallas.
3: I rated it preemptively a nostalgic.
0: Nostalgic, okay. How about mm-hmm. you, Paul?
3: I predicted classic.
0: Predicted classic. Uh Christy?
4: I forgot because I'd never seen it before.
0: Okay, but would you what you what would you have guessed based on our First episode of Superman three.
4: <laughs> well, if, I feel like the rating that I am going to going to give you now is I can't tell you what I okay. thought of Unknown. the movie before I watched it. I've already watched it. Good answer.
0: <laughs> and for me, I predicted tragic because I was. I I seem to remember this not being one of my favorite Superman films. We're across the board there. (laughs) Indeed. We even have an
2: unknown in there.
0: Oh, yeah. We're really spanning the whole reaches. I mean, from New York to France, it's all all over the place here. Uh, Even maybe Australia. But it'll be interesting to see if those predictions come true. But first, let's get into our discussion of the things we liked most about Superman 2. Let's spin up
1: our... Best three.
0: All right, let's go around and say the things we liked about Superman 2. Uh, Dallas, let's start with you. What's one thing you liked about Superman 2?
3: So one thing that I liked, not all the time, but I actually enjoyed some of the humor that was in this film. Yes, um, thank you. Mo- yeah. Moments of it were just a little over the top, but then there were moments I was like, that was legitimately funny. Like, I legitimately laughed out loud at portions of this. So, I had one moment
0: mm-hmm. like that.
3: Yeah, when, was it when it ended? No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I laughed oh, those loud.
2: <laughs> I laughed out loud when uh, Lois was saying pronounce. She was in France and she was saying mercy instead of merci. Yeah. mercy. Mercy, mercy, <laughs> like that. Really, I no. laughed. Did you laugh? I,
4: la- I, I don't know if I laughed, but I'll, I'm gonna laugh now because when I think about it, it was funny. I don't know if yeah. I laughed then, but when like, the chick in the Fortress of Solitude was like, "It doesn't have everything," and Luther's like. <laughs> Now, why didn't you go before you left? She's like, it's been like three days or something
1: like that. <laughs> that was like... pretty humorous. Yes, <laughs> yeah.
3: it was kind of weird how like humorous it was. Like I wasn't expecting it after coming off of the last movie. Yeah, got a little more humor than the last than
2: the mm-hmm.
0: first. Oh, yes. for sure. Uh, though Miss Tess Mocker was always that was always fun. I mean, that was always fun, guys. <laughs> uh, let's see. He didn't uh, shout at this, did he? I
4: know. Yeah, he shouted uh, at her briefly. Yeah, but did you say like Miss
0: Tessmacher? Name. Yes. Was, okay.
2: Miss Tessmacher. North. I remember that. Yeah.
4: That's South funny I was like, is she dry? Is she a sled dog? Like, Why is he, why yeah. is he shouting at her? <laughs> <laughs> north. Let's,
0: and let's not get into can you control a balloon in that fashion, but <laughs> oh let's move on this. to
4: Wait, pa- they never closed the loop on the dude they left in prison.
0: No, he's still in prison. He's still in prison. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Because don't they? He delivers um, Lex back to prison, right?
4: What's the point of that guy?
0: Or did I totally intercept that? I think he intercepted that. Unless it was in the Donner Weird. version. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, regardless,
3: we're uh, watching
2: one again.
0: Oh yeah, because it's in one. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Paul, what's something you liked about the film? I really enjoyed Lois and Clark slash
2: Superman's relationship in this film, especially. Mm. Um, in the the honeymoon suite, where <laughs> he reveals, uh, like his like he is Superman, and she mm-hmm. says, "I am in love with you," and then it's like, "Oh, we really need to talk." That cut, that whole, the, just the expressions they had, I thought was really, uh, well done, and the dynamics yeah. between the two, I could really feel them.
0: You know, I I'd say they're they're at, Performances, I thought yes, they did their performance as well. I will, I yes. will give you that. Uh, That's what I'm focused. Okay, good. I'm glad that is what you're focusing on, Paul. Good, <laughs> good. I'm glad. Great. Focus, Chr- Chrissy. What's something you liked about Superman too? I was going to say. What that, did you focus on?
4: I was going to say that part too.
0: Oh, really? Their yeah. their performances?
4: Uh, no. Oh, just that part of the movie. I don't really? know what you're talking about, performances versus that part of the movie. Uh, it's because all the same, same okay, to okay. Me.
0: I'll I'll just say it's not even sweet. because okay, this is actually one of my dislikes I didn't I didn't knocked off. It. No, because I'm, oh, I'm not, okay, okay, I, I okay, knocked okay. it off, but it's right it's it's a. Uh, it flows it's
4: exactly. nice that I got to say ten seconds worth of words and you're just gonna launch off into a soliloquy. We see how this podcast is going for me tonight. Where's oh, the last oh. when you need her? Uh
2: monologue by the captain. Go.
0: I just thought it was ridiculous how Lois immediately was saying, "I'm in love with you."
4: It right is, of away. course, ridiculous it, uh, for you because expressing expressing your emotions so quickly and so bluntly and so forcefully is such a foreign concept to you. Not a foreign and, concept to me.
2: And it's not immediate because they had a whole another movie where they kind of established that.
4: Yeah, were, I thought it was beautiful how she just flat out said it without Mamby Pam being around. I like, hey, I don't know. And not saying what she wanted, she's like, "Well, you're Superman. I'm in love with you." But that's seems... And he was like, "That's so sweet. We but should I, talk."
3: There's no like n- Francisco in this though, because they, it was rushed. Even with the last she film, was a she's a it reporter. was. I mean, it's like it you, fits we her talked character. about this last time we talked about this. It's like she goes on one little like midnight flight through the air and tries to sing in her head, and then lands, and she's like, "I'm in love." I was like, "No, that's that's puppy love. I mean, puppy love is real, but it's only real to the puppy." So. <laughs> okay, so but wait,
4: wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Are we arguing about the fact, like, we're arguing about the meaning of love to Lois Lane? Or or are we, are we talking about a section of the movie that was sweet because she said how she felt? And if it's something that she said and it's something that she feels, then it's true to her. And we have no use in arguing something because A, it's an emotion, and B, it doesn't matter because it's true to her in that moment.
3: I guess and the question s- is, does she love him or does she love the idea yeah, of him? Because uh, she didn't really
0: love...
1: Jim, okay. We'll get
0: to and, that part later. And but,
1: and my question oh. is,
2: do you really love anybody or are you just in love with your perception of that person? Because mm-hmm. how well do you
1: know know people? He
2: doesn't want mm-hmm. to be caught on camera answering that question. <laughs> Nobody does.
4: <laughs> I would. I'll to, have that debate with you. To answer your,
0: okay. your question, uh, Christy... I think...
4: I still have yet to expand on how I feel, but oh, okay. I
0: thought you were asking the question.
4: No, go. I'm, I'm refuting people's silly arguments.
0: Well, I think it's it's weird that she has... It doesn't... I, I'm confused why she's not more torn that... Oh, wait. You're Superman, but you're also Clark, and I've known you as Clark for so long. And it seems like it that it's
4: doesn't Lewis matter. Lane. She doesn't, she jumped off into a freaking raging river. It's, well, that's a good point. Nothing makes sense. She just jumps before she thinks. She climbed up with a bunch of terrace. She got yeah. onto a bottom of an elevator. Like, she doesn't. Which.
2: Is classic Lois Lane. All of it is classic Lois Lane.
4: She just like (laughs) jumps off the cliff with a nuclear bomb strapped to her chest and she's like, Wee, this kind of tickles. Like, she's not gonna sit there and stink. She's just gonna fly
2: out say it. You can like be mad at him like when he's out of the room, but when he's standing in front of you, you just kinda uh uh
4: I think they addressed it by the we have a lot to talk about. Like there was a moment where her face was like
0: a gas. I guess you know what? I, I think uh, I'm coming kind of around to what you guys are saying. I think that makes sense.
4: I just thought it was a sweet moment. I appreciate I, I, I appreciated the ballsiness and I appreciated the softness <laughs> with which he responded. It's mm-hmm. not typical in movies now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. And it, that goes to uh, into my second like, and I'll just go ahead and say it. Yeah. The way uh, Christopher Reeve played Clark Kent and slash Superman. Is just so fun. I I love Christopher Reeve mm-hmm. as Superman, and yes, that moment where he's like, okay, how he handled that scene of where
4: where he trips over the and he and his shoulders fall, and then he like stands up and he goes, well, I have something to tell you,
2: and then he's and and the way he said like we need to talk, you know, and then we really <laughs> the way he handled himself. Is 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 great. He wasn't like well, uh G. Lewis. As I push my glasses, right. Up, he just uh, <laughs> turned
4: into like I a, a, I don't know, a man. Like it was just yeah. like, oh, I wish more people could communicate like that.
0: Instead yeah. of being and,
4: like, uh, 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 I, uh, uh, uh,
0: uh. and
2: he played the duality of the two roles or the one role, depending on how you define it. But I, I believe he played it masterfully, and mm. that was really fun to watch.
0: And you know what? That's that goes into one of my likes is just Christopher Reeve. But I I enjoyed him as the bumbling Clark Kent, Kent mm-hmm. and I think it's more I think it's it's more interesting because he's use he that's him having to disguise. I mean, he's fully capable and fully uh, like just totally self reliant, I guess you could say, or just totally in his strength. But he has to uh, break that down so that he can. Um, just I mean, disguise himself so he isn't found out that he's actually Superman. So I just thought how he does that and the way Christopher Reeve portrays mm-hmm. that is just is fun, like you guys were saying.
3: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Um, let's go back to uh Dallas. What's something else you liked?
3: Um something else I liked was um some of the small details within like like the fight scenes that would took place. Mm. Like whenever he turned the heat ray back on Zod. Um, it was funny, but at the same time, it was really cool how everything else was charred except for his silhouette on that billboard. Oh, yeah. And you saw like small things like that. Um, but of course, even then within the fight scene, it was humorous. Like the guy was in the phone booth and he was like laying down. He's trying to finish his phone call because you could tell it was like it was a collect call and he was trying to finish it or something <laughs> like that.
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess that was kind of funny.
3: <laughs> so, but I like the small details that they had put in there mm. just throughout the whole film where like, Like okay, they just got blasted. What would happen? You know, you know this would be here, this would be there, and they kind of kept up with that throughout the whole movie. Just little Mm -hmm. small things that were left. I I appreciate when a film does that. Um, I'm one of my biggest annoyances when a director forgets that he does something, (laughs) and then down the road it's like, oh, we're just like this never happened. You know, I don't. Did you guys watch Transformers? The um, it was like the (laughs) third one. Where homegirl's shoes change every scene from flats to like heels and like oh. big heels. I haven't. Seen like, I mean, I've seen every, that, but I, I every don't other remember that. scene it jumps back and forth. Back. I and hate forth. it when that All happens.
4: Right. It happens in Lord of the Rings with Legolas, uh, Orlando Bloom. On some scenes, the co- the contacts were like legitimately causing him massive problems in his eyes. Right. So there are some scenes that they they didn't have a in, and they they forgot to to fix it in. Post so oh. so you can see his eyes are brown and you're like hmm, he's supposed to have blue eyes, Mister Elf. But that's the only time I I I thought it was funny that the Zod people flew like beetles. They,
0: they do look like I think I because they're they're black they, buys and silhouettes. Yeah, very and they, much like and the
4: animals. way that the people fly through the air. Yeah. yeah. So we're, rigid and weird. They. Were, I was like, yeah. look, it's three beetles. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: Legitimately, so when they were first flying on the screen, Celeste goes, "Are those like alien beetles?" Yeah, that's what really I, like, <laughs> I said. That
4: too. Celeste, yay we are twins. That's exactly what I said. I was like, look, beetles.
1: Oh Francisco goodness.
4: was like, what? I was like, they look like beetles. Giant beetles. Not the singing ones.
0: Can't buy me love. Why are you
4: singing?
3: But I can narrow the world's
0: inhabitants. Because it's the Beatles. I was making a joke.
4: It's no, not funny. Don't you I like Beatles? What? What?
0: What? What? what?
4: what?
0: <laughs> hey, hey, where are the monkeys? Here's
3: what.
4: Yay! I wanted to make that joke, Dallas, but I let's, refrained.
0: <laughs> let's get to our classic makers—the things we love most about Superman 2. Uh, let's start with Christy. What's the thing you love most about this film?
4: I guarantee that no one will have my classic maker. <laughs> the like, first 30 seconds of Oh, gosh, yes.
0: <laughs> Ex- uh, so explain what happened. Okay, for okay,
4: the okay. I've never seen this movie. And I'm not like Christy Reeves is cool, but I'm not like a Superman, huge Superman fan. He's not my favorite superhero, so whatever. But I this <laughs> I can't It's train face, hang on. So the first thing I see is this like cheesy looking like cardboard duct tape together helmet thing and I was like, why is that guy wearing that weird like kid helmet? Like some kid his dad his kid made him a craft and he put it on. Oh head. you mean the robot <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even know it was a robot. I mean and then the black dressed dude in black like comes yeah. by and like <laughs> just shifts the helmet to the side. <laughs> And I was like,
0: she was busting up.
4: Happening? And he's like, I'll oh, beep it, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like,
2: looks like the introduction to like an 80s music best. video. Oh my does, god! Yes. And then,
4: and then the three are standing in that ring together, and they're all wearing black and staring up. And I was like, Mama, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it like, it like the opening to the Bohemian Rhapsody. I, I like you know that picture. Thing. And the whole movie, I was like, what is, what is happening? I just killed the man. <laughs> like, like, this is the best opening ever. And then, well, the movie was just not as fun after that. And yeah, they it got serious. Yeah. Really annoying and that weird grunty Yeti guy. But <clears throat> ugh, he sounded like a weird Yeti thing. <laughs> no. But I just thought it was fun. Oh, I was full on belly laughing and my was tears streaming down my eyes because... Because I mean you could fake a neck snap, why did you have to like shift the guy's weird cardboard helmet to the side? Excuse me, oh, excuse me, Joe, I'm sorry, I gotta pretend to break your neck. No, it's okay. I'm at an extra bang and put some shiny duct tape on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice and roomy in here. The director paid me twenty dollars to stand here. <laughs> beep boop beep boop error does not compute
2: oh. <laughs> Nice Twinkie.
0: Uh, let's go to Dallas next. All right, so my class- classic maker.
3: Yes. All right, so my classic maker is, while not executed completely well, the concept of, of his actual conflict with uh, Zod and his minions. I like the fact that it wasn't like a a quick two minute fight. Mm. Like I really like. There's so often that you have these like these great action movies, and you have like the two people who are coming together to fight, and they're. Like, you know, equally matched. And it's like, all right. Fight's over in five minutes. and That was it. Yeah. You know, this like, it was like, like what, a good 45 minutes where he's actually fighting them. He's conflict with them. And there's resolutions going through. So I really appreciated that whole process. Mm-hmm. Like, I appreciate that he literally got his butt handed to him the front end of that movie. Mm-hmm. Or not the front end of the, the front end of that fight in <laughs> New <laughs> the York Front end of the
1: bus. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I it's, hate uh, it when they do that, though. I hate it when ha- like that that cheesy like constant never ending um, uh, like story uh, trope. Yeah, where what? where the bad guy has trope. to get beat, pound, and grounded until near death, and then they win. Of course, not unless you're Braveheart. Right. Then, you well, get see, your well, well,
1: then you're gonna the hate your
3: Dragon Ball Z movies. Then, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. You will. but what I liked about it was at the at the end was. He realized the only way to actually defeat these guys was to take them down a level mm-hmm. and to have them lose their powers, lose their abilities. That was the only yeah. way he was gonna win this. He actually had to outthink them. Brilliant in the process. Switch. Yes.
0: But how does he how I mean he's really we'll get counting. into that later? Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> mm, I smell a tragic maker. <laughs>
0: Uh well, I smell Paul's classic maker. What is that? It you
2: do like because roses. it's it could be the same as Dallas because I just <laughs> love the plot and the premise here. So you have this great powerful superhero as, as Superman, and you create this first movie. Now you have a second movie. What do you do? You bring in not just one but three people that are just like him to battle, and it's like yes, this is amazing. Like. Forget origin stories. Those are boring. We've all heard them a million times. Let's get into something different. And so we have uh, the, you know, Zod and his two minions. Is it Nod? Nom? Nun? Anyway, that big guy, yeah, the Ursula big guy. Mm-hmm. the Sea Witch, or whatever her name was. <laughs> 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 anyway, so I just, just love the idea. It was too
4: uncomfortable.
2: I, I love the plot of uh, these three. And I love, I don't think they did it a hundred percent well but i love the idea of superman i actually like the idea of him losing his powers and then having it reversed on the bad guys in the end uh for the climax i thought that was a great switch he switched it
0: he did it to them the like run out here while he was safe in there
2: I mean, how else are you going to beat three Kryptonians? So right. I thought it was uh, very well
3: done, and um, as far as the plot and the premise go, well, and with that though, it, it was humanizing of Superman. I mean, mm. the that the the real problem with Superman has always been that he's so OP. I mean, ridiculously so. So they have other, to do other other else. Pro-
2: what? What's OP? Overpowered. 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 Thank you.
3: And so you have like people forget. On his home planet, they're all regular people. Yeah, and so like this was the only way for him to, like, it showed like he, maybe he's not the strongest man in the world. You mm-hmm. know, when he faces three other people who are just like him, he yeah he doesn't w- do too hot. And one works out
2: more than he does. Then yeah, it's yeah. More than it. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
3: I mean, it, it I I think that this film did the best at humanizing Superman than mm-hmm. any other Superman piece I've ever seen. Oh, that's true. You just so that was classic. my classic
0: maker, yeah. And which leaves me from my classic maker, and really, it's kind of the the counterpoint to my other like. Which I, man, Gene Hackman is such a fun villain. And I know, I, I know, he wasn't really technically in this movie. I mean, he was, yeah, but he was. but apparently, he when they were going to make this theatrical version. He didn't want to come back for it uh, because they needed to film some more scenes or what have you. So they used sure. uh, lookalike, and, uh, and we'll, we'll actually talk about that in, in our trivial question here in a bit. Oh, but, okay. But I, just, I thought he was just such a great villain and so fun. I, I love that they used him for a lot of the comedic relief. Uh, I mean, that so that one part where he says Australia. I mean, that was yeah. the part that just busted me up. I love that moment so much. Why is it so
4: funny? I, I
0: don't know. I think I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting him to say something more about California because that's what he is trying to get in the first movie and just the idea Otisburg. that Australia has Otisburg. all around <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's
3: a call back to Superman one yes exactly
0: yeah. uh I just I I it really tickled me so and he
3: yeah. has good comedic timing though. he does yeah, yeah. and like and, surprisingly
0: Gene Hackman's great in comedy and drama I think he's he's you see him a lot in dramas but I think mm-hmm. he he can do comedy really well too so mm-hmm why did you blow up the building? Because you made a phone call. Let's see who gets that reference. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is I'm that a Will to... Smith movie? Yes, it is a Will Smith movie. Very good. Tra- All right, so those were the things we loved most about Superman 2. Uh, okay, guys, you know what? I did forget to mention something else. P-O-S-T-O-S. He loves Star Trek, but he hates bad Star Trek. Matt McKinney, joined by Offscreen Kim and occasionally Drew Bax the sociopathic Talaxian take on Star Trek, Smallville, and whatever other shows might appear in his field of vision. You can find Postos on YouTube. Just search under that title or at www.pos-tos.com.
4: It's Star That's Trek.
2: Great. But what does that have to do with Superman 2, Francisco?
4: Trek.
0: Well, in the opening montage of this movie, we see Smallville, which POSTOS sometimes covers. So,
2: oh, Trek. well, that actually makes sense because General Zod, played by Terrence Stamp, was the voice of Jarrell
0: in Smallville.
2: So, go. good job. You actually got a, a link there.
0: <laughs> yeah, Matt. no problem. Would you like to hear something else? <laughs> <trivial>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's talk more about Superman 2, though, okay? <laughs> okay, fine. Let's. Good. Some more about Superman 2. Not Star Trek. I feel
4: like- <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's just for you, hun. Going to just crawl off my body and go away.
0: Did you realize about Superman 2 now that Gene Hackman, except I just said this pretty much, but did not return for the second film
2: at all? It was all from the first?
0: All from the first cut and and the Richard Donner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Richard
2: Donner's version yes, right directing exactly. oh i didn't realize that
0: uh all his scenes were originally filmed by Richard Donner, Donner existing scenes that require that required heckman used a lookalike and a voice impersonator to add wow. any lines needed
2: really so good job
0: so given that i'm curious who would you say is your celebrity lookalike and if you don't if you can't if you weren't able to find one or can't think of one who do you think people say you look like so uh, I'll start. For me, I ran my image through this this little, a few different websites, and even regardless of which image I chose, for some reason, Simon Cowell kept coming up. Yes. You are critical sometimes with Disney. This, this has nothing to do with my facial, facial features. Absolutely horrible. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Disobedient
3: children. Oh,
1: my
2: gosh. It's a no from me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: ah!
4: It's a tragic for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How about you, Dallas?
3: Um, so I ran my, uh, my face to the facial recognition stuff you gave me, too. And I came up with Elon Musk. Really? Uh, yeah. You know
0: I can kind of see that, I think. He, he's the inventor
2: of the guy the guy who's taken us to Mars, right? Yeah, yes. SpaceX? Yes.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I'm taking you guys <laughs> off planet.
2: All right. Smoked. Let's go there in, and, out of and space,
3: man.
0: Explode a bomb to oh, set wow. the phantom
3: zone free.
0: Let's do it. Oh my gosh. Uh <laughs> Dale in chat says he looks like John Travolta. I think I could see that. Oh yeah, I,
2: I can't. It's only chat. Oh my gosh.
0: Uh Christy, what's who's your uh celeb- celebrity look like?
4: Apparently either Conan O'Brien or, or Andy <laughs> circus. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the two that popped up in some random, like, celebrity. No, politician.
0: Yeah, politician. Some
4: random, like, bald-headed politician. I was like, or oh, really old lady. that looked like Joan Rivers. And I'm like, what are you saying about me right now?
2: Well, Joan Riz- Rivers is
0: better than Gollum.
4: Okay, but then I put on red lipstick, and that helps. But I don't go. have the lady's name. It's on my... Tabs.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think I may have closed that, unfortunately.
4: Good job, babe.
0: You're welcome, hon. Um, let's see. Oh, oh it's no. It's right there. Oh.
4: She's right there. Romola Garari? Yeah, yeah. I that's don't not know.
0: a celebrity because I don't know who that is.
4: Romola Gar- 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 Garari? She's yeah. from Atonement, I guess?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Sure. Whatever. It doesn't look like me at all. I have no idea. One time I got told I look like Lisa Loeb, the singer. Oh, yeah. Not me. I can see that. Or, um, it depends on
2: what glasses you're wearing.
4: Exactly. Not the glasses I'm wearing now. But um, what's the chick that, uh, oh, I forgot her name.
0: Wasn't Carrie Ann um, Moss no, one like,
4: of them? I'm sorry. Can I say H-E-Double Hockey 6 on this?
0: You can say H-E-Double Hockey 6. Oh,
4: no. You know, Ingrid like, <laughs> Michaelson. twice
0: now, you two. Knock it off.
4: Ingrid <laughs> Michaelson. does somebody else. But
2: it's... You Angered
4: Michaelson? Ingrid.
2: Oh, Ingrid. Okay. I
4: don't, I don't know, though. I'm means. just naming people with glasses now.
0: <laughs> no. Let's
4: just say Conan O'Brien, because that's amazing. Team Coco all the way. Paul. But as soon as I put on red lipstick, it, made, it gave me like 90% ladies. But yeah. before that, it was like 90% guys. And I was like, wow, apparently I have a masculine face. That's good.
0: Well, that's okay. So do I. Uh, Paul? Oh, my God.
4: <laughs> No, honey, you're beautiful. (laughs) Also an appropriate response to your wife.
0: I wasn't saying you weren't beautiful. I always introduce you as my lovely wife. Mm -hmm. Paul? I'm not your lovely wife. (laughs) (laughs) Paul, who's your lookalike?
2: Oh, a lot of people have have said quite a number. The most that anyone's ever said by far is the, the typical conversation goes like this. You know who you look like? That guy from the Hangover movie. like <laughs> No, not that guy. No, the other guy, <laughs> which is the the dentist who gets his teeth knocked out in the in the Hangover movie, which is played by Ed Helms. And oh, he's the guy also, from The Office. Yeah, he's also in The Office and the movie Tag and
0: I a mean, I couple
2: others. I so. guess
0: I can kind of see that. Ish.
2: Yeah, but that's I by guess, far the number man. one person I've been
0: associated with... I like
4: the Chris Farley one,
0: though. Yeah, Chris Farley.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I tried to do that. I tried to make myself look funny. And then it just gave me an old guy again. (laughs) I was like, gosh, I'm an old politician, that's all.
2: If enough people request it on the
0: Facebook group,
2: I'll post that
0: picture. Nice. Request it. Request it. Okay. Well, now that you found out some trivial info about us, let's find out what memories you or our awesome listeners had about Superman 2. Wardale White, Says, the best Richard Lester film Richard Donner ever directed. <laughs> I liked it better than the original. Best use of product placement ever, in my opinion. Anybody seen... It? Oh, in my opinion. Anybody seen the Richard Donner cut? I have not. Paul, have you? Yes, I and, have. Christy, I assume you have not, since this was your first time seeing this cut. Mm, nope. <laughs>
2: That was a great answer. I don't know how you did that. That was amazing.
0: So, wait, you have seen it or you haven't seen it?
4: (laughs) I haven't. Okay. I don't know what just happened. And
0: Dallas?
3: Um, I've seen portions of it, I think. Well, yeah, you've seen the theatrical cut. You've seen portions (laughs) of it. There's things I'm going, this happened in the movie, but I don't remember seeing it. And so, I don't know. I feel like I've seen portions of it while I was half asleep one day. Okay. gotcha.
0: Gotcha.
4: Do you really got him, got him?
2: Well, Kevin Joshua Burnham says Superman throwing a S from his suit onto non. Wow. (laughs) And also the super kiss that made Lois Lane lose her memory. (laughs) Really? By all means, this should have been the worst in the franchise since it had so much going wrong for it. Margot Kidder was in the process of a divorce. Gene Hackman had no desire to return and didn't. (laughs) <laughs> the scenes used was those cut from the first film. Richard Donner was fired. John Williams was under obligation to score Return of the Jedi. And Christopher Reeve had to do reshoots because of his, physic change, his physique. physique changing <laughs> from workout routines. Plus, a few didn't like him on set. It could have been a bloody mess, but it turned out fine. At least the Donner cut,
0: that is. Ryan R. Jackson says, as a kid, I remember the flight between oh, Superman. What,
4: the fight the fight between
0: the fight between Superman you. in the villain and the villains. It was my favorite part B <laughs> It does say in the villains. I know, I know. I changed it. Uh, I'm not sure if he means part B as in like part two or B was just a typo, but uh, I think
2: that was a typo. <laughs> oh, that was my fine. favorite part.
0: So thank you, Ryan, Kevin, uh, and Wardale for those memories. Uh, and they none of them really lead us into the things we didn't like about Superman, too. Well, I mean, I guess some of uh, Kevin's did, because it could have been a mess. And let's yeah. talk about the things that we thought were a mess. Let's bring up our... Three? And let's start with Paul this time.
2: Well, one of uh, Dallas's likes... Sorry, Dallas, to pick on you for a little bit. But one of your likes was uh, kind of like... I'm going to say silly antics. Yeah, there there were some things where some of the fighting sequence. There was the ray beam, and then there was like a silhouette behind it. I actually enjoyed that. Did you part, you just too. say I thought that was funny?
0: Ray but beam.
2: Ray beam. Okay, I didn't say not, raping. Okay. So I didn't <laughs> oh, funny. What kind
4: of movie is this?
0: Um, that's
2: that's the a different cut and altogether with the women.
0: Anyway, <laughs> on the women making off on women. That's what it is. The three mi- amigos. What? cut 2
1: <laughs> <laughs> what you, what
4: oh,
2: wait a little minute
4: what's happening where, where
2: was i <laughs> oh yeah the silly antics okay podcast this
4: <laughs>
2: i did feel that some of the fighting when or some of the fighting was a little over the top some of the, i sh- i should say there were jokes that went a little too far like mm. okay so you can like raise an old guy 30 feet up in the air but then drop him and he seems fine is a little bit All right. too. that was so annoying or you know don't touch my
4: pres- dad and then he's like <laughs> oh, i'm and, fine well, let me dust some just just the dirt off my knees
2: <laughs> side note that kid's voice is hilarious it's like Why a was little the british He's a little English kid well, in the middle of the South. This was all
0: filmed at, I think, Pinewood.
4: So yeah, but he's London, like, "That's London." My
2: I'm like, "No, that ain't." <laughs> he's day, sir.
4: What are you doing, with my dad? Just you, White, Henry Eggins. Just you, White. Oh wait, I'm in the wrong show. And Gonna get so, my friend
3: Harry out to you. The silly antics
2: uh, could have included that, but I mean, like when they were blo- like when the three villains were blowing um, the the crowd scene. And kept blowing and blowing because they apparently they kept thinking of all these gags to do. It just recorded and filmed them all and kept them all in the movie. That's exactly
4: what I said. I was like, the director was like, and keep going (laughs) and go and now some more. Please keep blowing. Give us some more. Yeah, they
2: could have done better than than the giant cellophane s. You know to cover non. Yeah, at the end,
4: is he named after a piece of bread? (laughs)
0: It's It's an an alien name. It's It's not not an Indian name. It's an alien name.
2: Yeah, like like non non
4: of your business. (laughs) Yes,
2: (laughs) exactly. So, uh, unfortunately, I thought uh, a lot of this, or there were a lot of parts in this movie that were a little bit too silly.
0: Okay, Mm -hmm. that's fair. Uh, Let's see, Dallas. Was there anything that was overly silly for you, or anything, or something else that made your uh, dislike list?
3: Yeah, um, like he said, some of it was just ridiculous and just didn't make sense. Um, the, the random throwing a Superman ass was obviously just... I, I'm still trying to comprehend where that came from. But one of the things his that was annoying for me it was... And chest. this is legitimately a hard thing to do is the flying fight scenes. Like when they're mm. in the air, they're flying around, they're like... I mean, it looked like they were just like Flailing at each other and then <laughs> bouncing back and forth and just it was ridiculous. And it's like it, I don't just don't know if whoever was choreographing just didn't know how to do the concept of weightlessness. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. when they were on the moon, that whole scene was just ridiculous.
2: Well, I thought it was actually kind of well done. I was like
0: uh, how I they, on the moon I, was pretty good, yeah. But
2: all, well, and and I will I'm on both your sides on this because <laughs> I thought they they achieved like the slowness of the jumpingness of the weightness of the astronauts and mm-hmm. but the the kryptonians seemed to walk normal. I thought yeah, yeah. that that That's contrast talking, like, was good. But there were parts where like he was kicking them and he just kind of went slowly. Like, that seemed a little bit off, but kind of, you know,
3: yeah, it just but again, just I don't I don't think that the choreographers knew what to do with Hey, they're in air. They're not yeah. confined to these things. Again, they're like they're bumping into like each other, like bumper cars, and just yeah. that whole flying thing was absolutely ridiculous. So that was that's one of my dislikes.
0: I'm curious, Dallas. Did you? Um, I assume we have seen Matrix Revolutions. Yeah. Did you find the same aspect in the final like uh, confrontation between Smith and and Neo, where they're fighting in the air?
3: A little bit, but at the same oh, time, yeah. because they, I mean, you know, they collided and then there was that whole weird like spinning up in the air yeah. as they're mm-hmm. fighting, you have a lot more close in shots. You had a lot yeah. more cutaways. Yeah. They choreographed the camera work better. Oh, the problem, I see. I and running with the camera was like, like you know, mm-hmm. here's my action, here's my camera, and these guys are just mm-hmm. doing whatever they're doing. Well, that, and so, you,
4: if you have powers to fly when you're fighting, you should have some sort of. Not, I don't want to say gravity, but it should look like a power that is hitting another powerful thing rather than like mm-hmm. a little floaty thing is hitting a little floaty thing. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> it's not, I mean, like if you're humans in space and you bump into something, it looks different. If you're right. Kryptonians, you have the power to fly, you're harnessing a superpower. When you hit something, you should be able to see the impact like you would if you were dealing with gravity. Mm-hmm.
2: There's yeah. and I I wonder if we're quote unquote spoiled from movies like Man of Steel where they're right. like zooming at each other and boom and they have that hard hitting because there is a bit of science at play where I think they are they would be in fact floating things that kind of float near each other and kind of like like he, uh, yeah <laughs> because
0: because I'm wondering if if they're. Uh, you guys brought this up because I hadn't thought about this before. But if they're just if if they were if they're like if you take astronauts like on the space okay, station take- who are in zero g's and yeah they sort of just float they they can only like sort of propel if they're push pushing against something else right mm-hmm. um and here uh, Superman and the 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 three Beatles they can. They seem they're able to defy gravity, but I don't think it's like they're in zero g's. I feel like they are able to like push against the air or push against yeah. the magnetism of the earth or some other uh, effect that allows them to move through the air, other than just like weightlessness or they're able to have a zero g bubble around themselves. So I think mm-hmm. it's it's that dichotomy of. I feel like you, you're able to do something other than just make zero Gs, because if it was just zero G's, then okay, that makes sense why you're fighting the way you are. But mm-hmm.
2: I don't But I think this is why the movie didn't go into it, because when you get all sciencey, it just gets
3: boring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> boring but,
3: but then it would look less awkward too though. Yeah. It yeah. might have been well, a little that, boring if they explained it. But it was just it was awkward. It, the yeah, fight it was awkward.
4: Every time they were up in the air and they'd like hit and then they'd like stay they would stay in that like crooked foot straight arm and then they're they're turning in a circle as though they've been hit really hard and yeah. but right. they I'm like why 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 do you look like you're on a wire like I because know. you are because
1: <laughs> you are
3: like I think that the the flight scenes in the first superman movie were better than in this one yeah. even though there was not conflict with him in the sky they were better shot than they were in this film yeah definitely agreed um, I don't
4: remember that one
2: well I will say um since Dallas we had you and Celeste on covering the first one. I'm so glad that you could join us for recover covering the second one, and I'm so glad that we can have Christy, who was on for the when we covered Superman three. So this is the conglomerate of all three together.
0: <laughs> so that's cool. Totally. Were you going to go somewhere with that?
4: No, he just no. wanted to say that.
0: Oh, okay. Fair. Uh Christy, what's the one just like you had?
4: All the dislikes. Um, uh, uh, the weird bad guys—they were so annoying. Every, si- oh. every time I saw them, I wanted to just start singing Queen, "Mama,"
2: because they're dressed in black and they're from.
4: I don't mind the Zod head dude; like he was all right. But why would you have to make the mute dude mute and the mute say boo? <laughs> what so right, I'm gonna it. call him from now on. Is the Mute Boo. He's <laughs> <It's> a all... <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Veggie references for those who may not oh be following.
4: That's the best thing ever that made this movie so much better. Just that, and now I have to find a, something to call the really angry lady. Maybe it's I have the privilege
3: of not getting that joke.
4: Uh, Oh, oh, you should watch you should go find this that clip. music video. I'll, I'll send it Veggie in trails. our chat. Okay. Uh, um, anyway, I just didn't like the mute Cebu and the, the <laughs> angry lady. Like, she's somebody should give her the proper pair of underwear. Like, I don't know why she was. They're just so That's annoying. How they dress. They're like pointing their weird fingers everywhere, like blowing wind everywhere and flying <laughs> like beetles everywhere. And I'm just like, there are so many better villains. And then the Zod dude is like, kneel before stuff. Like, what? And then he's all like, I'm bored. I conquer the world. This earth is stupid. Well, if it's stupid, go find another place. (laughs) Why are you still
1: here? I win.
2: I always win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Is that the best you can do? I dream of
4: challenging you. Pity, why not?
3: Come to Zod.
4: Oh or wh what was his weird hand thing when he was like go get him and he like only just like <laughs> slightly waves his hand is so letting a sweet old lady pass him in the supermarket like I don't I don't understand I, I
0: don't really understand either. Also
4: now I want some non. He's <laughs> go not ask the Moot
0: cebu for some. Uh, I'm my my one of the Wait, things.
4: Did you say Moot cebu
0: <laughs> One of the things I just liked. <laughs> go right past that one of the things i just liked about this film is related to those three characters and it's why how not how is it that the (laughs) phantom zone mirror thing is a close that close to earth that a that nuclear blast would destroy would break it
2: it was shot out into space into the direction happened to be of earth I don't Earth buy that.
4: Has a, such a massive. What do you massive... mean you don't buy
2: that? Wait, there's like.
4: Is Krypton in our galaxy? No. Okay, then it, that's stupid o- that it was near us.
2: Only an infinite. There are only a finite directions that you can go from a planet, and that, that just happened to sensing. be that. Way,
4: but uh, how many galaxies did
0: it
2: have to pass through? I don't know. So plot,
0: here's the, I don't think there's a. Flood, a
4: what,
2: how about this? Superman's baby ship when he was a baby sent yeah. from baby Krypton ship. left a heat trail and kind of like sucked in the the the, uh, the, the Phantom Zone in its path Lake as or it went by. I yeah. will
0: buy you that. Know what? You know what? I
3: will I'm buy. Trying that. to remember, did we see his ship pass the mirror? Yes. In yes the First movie. Yeah. Yes. You do. We did, okay. See, they
4: were just following their. So it was ion just a directional trail.
3: thing. I mean, yeah. they, they they're following their ion
4: trail. Up. It's like the East Australian Current. Once you're in it, you just <laughs> go to Earth.
2: Just go <laughs> with it, <the> man. <laughs> hold on to your shell,
4: dude. <laughs> <laughs> hold on,
2: <laughs>
0: on,
4: hold on, <laughs> you're mirror, hold dudes. on, me uh. dude. I just,
0: I, I, I wish they would have explained that a bit better because it seemed just like very convenient that, uh, and. And his mom says a nuclear blast may destroy it. So it's like all these coincidences seemed a bit too stacked. So well, why, was here's
2: another thing. why was the mom even there?
4: Because
0: um, Marlon just, Brando didn't want to come back
4: for. Why do you just movie. randomly have a? You randomly have a a, a crystal that's that's like if you want to have a winky wink night with a lady, you better use this crystal so I can winky wink tell you how to winky wink have a night with a winky wink lady. And I'll come out and hang out with you and talk to you about being in love. And then what,
2: what podcast did we just
4: get on? Where <laughs> am I? And then no. you're not like mom. I miss you so much. You're like I'm so not. I don't want to talk to you right now, mom. What? Just tell me how I can do this right now.
2: <laughs> what did we just switch the channel again? What's
0: going on? <laughs> <I'm> so confused.
4: <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody knows that part.
0: No, I, I know what part you're talking about. I'm just about.
4: wondering why that's happening. If we're gonna talk about questions that don't have answers, he's not like, Mom, I miss you. I wish you were dead. He's like, Mom, come on now, get to the point. How do I get to have a winky wink night? With well, Lola? because he's, oh, he's you're been... talking
2: about Superman two. <laughs> okay, first of all. The part where he's in the uh the the Fortress of Solitude and oh, his yeah, yeah. the the hologram of his mom is talking with him and he's they're inferring he's asking, how do I become human? So he can winky-wink, to... have a
4: winky-wink time with Lois.
2: Yeah, well, they didn't say... I was like, where's this all winky-wink coming I know, from? Right?
4: I'm so confused
2: by that. Because when I watched this as a kid, I'm like, oh, they get to, like, spend time together.
4: or you <laughs> know. In a weird silver <laughs> nest, like birds.
2: Lay down and take a nap because they're tired. Because that's what adults do is they, they get tired <laughs> and
4: take naps. I just, I just was like, we're we're talking about things that don't make sense. I just don't know. I just didn't understand that part.
1: He's, yeah,
2: I didn't either. He's Why is Superman? Like, hey, African, mom how do I lose you? everything that's good in my <laughs> life?
4: <laughs> it's because certain aspects of Superman just are t- too super. Well, like, what's okay, going on? if
0: if your question. <laughs> If your question is, why doesn't he stop to say, oh, mom, I miss you so much? Well, he's had tons of time reviewing all these videos yeah, in yeah, the Fortress yeah. of Solitude. He's also sure.
4: probably not thinking with his super mind. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> well, this is what I'm saying. Obvi. <laughs> <laughs> Obvi. Yeah. Um, That should have been my tragic maker. But is
0: So does that answer your question, though, why he wasn't? more right. like one to, thinking. he wasn't
4: thinking with the supermind
1: that, but the it makes a mind.
2: lot more sense than these other superman slash lois lane relationship stories that are going on because like if he hugs her she's dead like
0: <laughs> you know we'll get to this this whole conversation sort of alludes to my tragic maker but we're not quite there yet no we're not there yet <laughs> uh let's see Dallas what's another thing you don't like about the film
3: the 15 minute montage reminder of superman 1
2: oh i like that yeah i like that too i appreciated that it because was, i haven't seen the it's movie a total, in it's a total you know Ugh. I, feel like I, it I understand so it, it could better. be a, a waste, but I thought, oh, for people who haven't seen Superman too, well, I don't know why these people exist, but because you know who you are, and you're out there, and there's a <laughs> lot of you, so <laughs> God bless you, but you should watch the first one before you watch the second one. <laughs> but here's, hey, Paul, this is the
3: podcast. You don't have to get in the camera.
0: Here's... The <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Back in the day, back in like 1980, 1981, when this is out, VHS was barely a thing. If you yeah, they if you miss Superman like could 1 in the better. theater. It yeah.
3: felt like a bad, like, like 80s montage, montage yeah, like, did. rewind film or something like that. I it was good. It showed all the highlights of the first movie. But it could have it been cut together
4: better. Out. Well, that could be said
0: of most movies.
3: <laughs> like, there could have been, like, like, have a voiceover. I mean, get Sean Connery in a bathroom to do it. Something. Superman. It would have been better.
4: Oh, I, you
0: know, I could see reusing uh, dialogue Sean, from Marlon Brando Sean or what Connery, have you. Sean Connery,
4: Sean Connery as the the, in, the guy doing Sean Connery on Celebrity Jeopardy. Oh my God. <laughs> For some reason,
3: I thought Marlon Brando's footage was used in this film, but I didn't I think see he's it.
2: used in the second uh, or in the Donner cut because there's uh, extra footage, oh, and okay. he's also there's there's more footage of him used. I know in the three hour extended a cut. There's right. more of that. Stella!
3: So. I was looking for him in this film. Because I yeah. remember that he got paid for it, so I'm going to do anything. But I mean, yeah. having him having his voiceover yeah, to know. recap the first film yeah. would have been better than just this, the... I like the like, song four. looping for... For 15 minutes. Well, really they had to show cheesy.
2: the credits. Might as well show, hey, good job, no white text on black background. They had a montage. <laughs> we I did you, say, you, Superman, we dude. noted
3: that. <laughs> Celeste and I goes, look, Paul will like this. There's no white text on black <laughs> background.
2: <laughs> Bingo.
0: Well, Paul. But I,
2: I can understand that.
0: Okay, but what couldn't you understand about the, a choice of this movie, Paul? <sighs> okay. And then we'll get into our tragic makers. When I
2: was a kid, I liked this film. I wasn't reading <laughs> Superman comics. So I didn't know that. Well, and I did know that there Superman wasn't comics. And I knew there was decades and decades of history of Superman and different things that he could do in it. But I think having the villains and Superman have all these powers, not just strength, oh. flight, and heat and coolness. Oh, yeah. But you add levitativity. I can't even say Levitation. it. It's so ridiculous. There's <laughs> that too. Thank you the uh the okay i can make myself disappear and reappear teleport i can make my holograms of myself reappear wherever i want and oh act gosh. on their own oh, gosh, yeah. so all these things that i think were unnecessary i think if they they were smart enough they could have he could they could have done without it and it, it could have been great but they had to throw in all these extra rid, what i wrote down is quote ridiculous powers unquote Now, Ridiculous Powers, I know him. He's a cousin of mine. (laughs) Uh,
4: Oh
1: my (laughs)
4: gosh. He
2: does not need to be featured in this film.
4: No, I think it was just some techie going, Look what I can do. It's 1981 now.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That may be it, but I don't think, I think the movie suffers for it.
3: Yeah. It does. That was actually, I'm going to have to change my tragic maker now, but that was so annoying as someone who, even some, I remember being a kid before reading comics going, Wait, What's what? up with this Serano throwing us an S out yeah. of his chest somewhere? Yeah. And just I can get I can give Superman a pass with the the holographic clone things because he's in the Fortress of Solitude. Theoretically, we could have him have some sort of thing. I mean, he's oh he reverse the, the polarity of the machine. I can okay, get it, yeah.
2: But, the the fortress is projecting it, not him. Yeah, but I then he said I, I had trouble doing this as a kid.
3: Or something like that. I figured that... Yeah, that kind of throws it off, I guess. Yeah. But but the rest of it, I mean, like I'm going to point at you and shoot lasers and levitate people and yeah. just... It was so weird. And I yeah. don't understand any of it. I will say this, though. It's not as horrible
2: as going back in time and creating alternate realities. <laughs> it's
3: a true story. Where an earthquake appears but never does.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Or does it? This isn't Superman 1, guys. There is no earthquake. Oh, my gosh. Okay, what are the things we hated most about this film? Our tragic makers. Let's start with Christy.
4: Okay. When you're flying with Superman, but you don't have Superman's powers, and he's helping you fly, you're not going to look like him. You're going to be a floppy ragdoll because gravity is pulling you down to Earth. So when yes. Lois is flying with him, and she's all, like, beautiful with her toes pointed flat, and she's got her arm wrapped around him, and she's snuggling next to him, she'd look like a sack of potatoes d- being dragged through gravity. Also, why did she get to fly so nicely with him, but she has to ride on the back of the Mute Cebu? Like, wh- <laughs> what is this? Like, that makes a little more sense. And then she's like, ah, I'm going to fall off. So it's like she understands gravity when she's with the Mute Cebu. Yes, but she doesn't understand gravity when she's next to her. Brain.
2: No, because she's in love, in love. Oh, love! All.
4: Love makes you float. Is that yes. it? Yes. So I was like, wait, that's not at all how that would work. You would not. No,
2: but since when does when does reality have anything to do with Superman too? <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's true, but this was before all the weird extra powers. It was. That's true. I didn't know all that was coming. I was like, it's so cute, and then they fly off together, and I was like. Dude, Superman, you should be like cradling her, or piggy yeah. b- piggybacking her, or like shoulder rides, like something. Like, <laughs> look, you're so tall, though, so you can see over Mount Everest. Like, I don't know. Like, come on, man. It just doesn't. I want to see Lois Lane on the back of Superman, just like a magic carpet.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
4: Teen Wolf, do flips.
0: Oh, <laughs> <it>? <laughs> uh surfing USA. Oh uh, my
4: gosh, that would be even better. <laughs>
0: okay, let's go to tragic maker. Dallas's tragic maker.
3: Well, Paul actually took my tragic maker with don't the yeah. ridiculousness don't of the powers that were that coming was out. Weird. So.
0: Yeah,
2: that was actually... I was teetering between that and mine. Yeah. yeah.
3: So my second Tragic Maker is just going to be just the villains as a whole. Like Zod really? and all of There's them. The giant were,
2: hole that the villains become? Yeah. W-H-O-L-E. They,
3: just, they became oh. the black hole of this film. Oh, and that's and tragic. And just sucked everything <laughs> out of it. <laughs> so... But they were just so bad. like, like Really? Zod's just like walking around just in this perpetual like,
4: like a bored to- toddler <laughs> He felt like he's like and Stewie from um from uh Family Guy. Family guy, that's what he meant. Yeah. Sorry.
3: I mean he was just annoying the entire time through. Um uh, Nan was annoying. Um what's her name? The the FEMA Ursa. Ursula. She was I mean, just their acting was rough. They were stone cold the entire time. I would never, ever would have believed that Zod would have led an army, ever. Like, Steve just his Hall. actions and everything.
2: That's why I they mean, were only two in the Phantom Zone.
3: Right? <laughs> but, I mean... I, I know, mean, he it wasn't it...
4: exactly, like, scary. Like, you can get you can get a villain that's really unnerving. Like, Q wasn't a screaming, like, eat-your-face-off sort of villain, but...
3: Well, Capitan. right.
4: But he was really... Like wily and twisty and like right, I don't know.
3: Sure, but see that's the thing about like Zod. He's like he's a general. Like the fact that he's a general, and and I think canonically, like he legitimately he led an army, he led a rebellion. But he there was something charismatic about the character himself. This guy did not play a charismatic character. There was nothing believable about him and the other two that make me go, I should fear you, and or I should follow you because of your charisma. And so for me. I, uh, Superpowers is my top. Just that was stupid, but then the next one is is
1: oh, just sorry. the <laughs>
2: Superpo- Superpowers is the name of my dog. Oh my
0: gosh, <laughs> so you're saying he needed to be played by Russell Crowe? I think is what you're trying to say. Oh
2: no, <laughs> that's that's Jor not Zol.
0: You know what? I didn't realize I was making an actual literal Superman connection. I was trying to because he played. <laughs> Maximus and Gladiator, who was a very right. charismatic general. I But yeah. <laughs> but even
3: that. like you know, like Men of Steel, the guy who played Zod was a much more charismatic yes. individual. Yeah, like totally. I could believe him being a leader of a of an army. Mm-hmm. And so again, it just I don't know what the deal was with the casting of this whole film. Like it just but it was off. It was absolutely well,
0: off. I have something to say to you, uh Neil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fly away now. Okay, fine. <laughs> Wait, not yet. Hold on. Paul, what was your trash maker?
2: Um, One of the things that really disappointed me watching this, and I haven't seen it in over 10 years, and having just seen the first movie that we reviewed with Dallas and Celeste, I was really disappointed in a lot of the special effects. They Mm. were way worse. I don't know if they were they were pioneering blue screen at the time, but a lot of it seemed like paper cutouts flying around or, Mm -hmm. you know, composites that are definitely eyesores to the more um, mature movie audience, Mm -hmm. at least of today. As a kid, I didn't know anything, you know, I thought it looked great, but as it makes it really hard to watch. And at least for me, and to stay in the movie without going what is how, how is this worse than the first movie mm-hmm. so it it was really disappointing and the the whole premise of the first movie is that they put a lot of money into believing that uh, you you will believe a man can fly which is a misnomer
0: because you actually could believe an alien can fly or
2: paper beetle cutouts i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> Um, so, they achieved that, in my opinion, with the first one. If you listen to our review, uh, other people did not agree, but and that's fine. But this was even worse. So, that was, was very disappointing. When yeah. 1933
3: graphics on King Kong are better than
0: this, there's a problem. Oh, yeah. Man. Good point. Harsh shots fired. Um, Truth hurts. Bang. My hurts, don't it? Okay. So it's that has nothing to do with my tragic
1: maker. <laughs> nice, I you
0: know I actually wonder if Christy you might bring some illumination to to my tragic maker here um because it has to do with emotions oh, so I thought
2: it, well, let me guess the disobedient kid falling off Niagara uh-huh that's <laughs> nice there with the parents oh jeez. <laughs>
0: I'm
1: That's...
3: sure they'd be more angry at the parents or the kid.
0: I mean, if I had carte blanche to do as many uh, dislikes as possible, that would definitely make the cut. But alas, I do not. Real quick, uh, who did you find more annoying, the kid or the parents?
3: Ah, uh, This is a freebie.
0: Man, I don't know.
3: I'm <sighs> mad at the parents, I think.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. it's it's marginal, but I'm going to say the parents, just that they're just totally oblivious yeah, yeah but that kid i mean what are you thinking just on that side do it on the other side Ugh. anyway <laughs> and, okay enough of that tragic maker stop me if i'm wrong at any point here stop. in the first movie <laughs> we would have stopped in episode one. <laughs> oh my gosh christy uh or not sorry anyone who's familiar with superman one he, Lois Lane sort of falls in love with Superman, with Jor-el, with the man with the powers, Kal-el, Kal-El, Kal-El. Not, yes, yeah. Kal-el, with essentially this Superman, the yes. superhero. Yes. She mm-hmm. does not fall in love with Clark Kent, right? In the well, she,
2: oh, she doesn't know that they're the same person. Okay,
0: but she she falls in love with this guy that can do all the again saves her from a helicopter falling, uh, saves her from well, an earthquake. Yeah, yeah. What? You got me. Who's got you? Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so then we get into this movie. She's still in love. He saves her from in France. Uh, saves uh, she. She's still in love with Superman. Then uh, they get to that point where he uh, she discovers uh, she's Superman. Uh, he's Superman, and she says, "I'm in love with you." Okay, and what you guys said before, I buy that. Okay. Then they get to Fortress of Solitude, and he. Um, because of what his mom says, Winky Winky stuff. Uh, he gives up his powers. Why is she still in love with him? I don't understand this. Because he's a different person. He's now essentially Clark Kent. He's not uh, Kal okay. I don't. Well, now we're gonna no, get it. No, he into isn't this. Clark okay. Kent
4: because his personality think- is different when he's Superman and he ch- he, he took off the disguise.
0: But he's not the same person. He doesn't have all the powers that she fell in love with. He doesn't have...
3: He's, I he's think a, it's the persona, the presence of Superman. The, the
4: charismatic the, strong man.
3: That's but, basically that's, it. Whereas Clark Kent... However, Fine, there are moments right. about joking. Clark that are part of him in that scene. You know, where he's like, you know, he is um, a Boy Scout. He is a, a chilled individual. Um, and so... I don't know. I, I mean, and, he's and, still a farm boy.
2: And I took it as, okay... He's this great guy even without his super strength. So if he's not going to be Superman, though there is no Superman, then he's still the next best thing out there.
0: So, Christy, you're saying what were I'm you I'm not
4: saying anything. You want to be right, so you're
0: going to be right. No, I well, want to understand.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I want to understand. There is no way no. for you to understand you're a Vulcan.
2: I I Hey, Francisco, yeah. I agree. as as a guy I agree with you. I'm like, look, you just want him for his body, his, uh, you know, super body, because you don't know him as well as, you know, you think you do. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of shocked, too. So I figured, you know, given the benefit of the doubt, Uh that she's like, okay, well, if he decides he's not going to be Superman anymore, um, do I still want to be with him? Yeah, because there's you know no no one else better. Who am I gonna go with? Jimmy Olsen? No.
0: I guess there's this also component that he's willing to give up so much for her. Yeah, he doesn't have to
2: be an idiot. Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. But I I think I better. mean maybe that's a component that I mean that deep sacrifice probably is very meaningful. So mm. maybe that that goes uh, goes to yeah he sacrifices. Dale said um, in the chat. Yeah. But I think that leaves us with uh, all our tragic makers done. Now that we've entered all our target information into the firing computer, Alice, do you have a firing solution for us?
1: Okay. Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready, on your mark.
0: Do we rate Superman 2, a classic? We'd recommend anyone go out and see this movie, whether they've seen it before or not. A nostalgic, it's worth your time revisiting, if you remember liking it as a kid or young adult or last time you saw it. Or a tragic, we'd recommend no one see this. If you've never seen it, keep it that way. If you have seen it before, keep any good memories you have of it intact, don't rewatch it. Uh so let's start with uh Christy, what do you rate Superman 2? Uh,
4: tra- a tragic.
0: Tragic, okay. Just boom. And for oh, for uh, a sort of context, do you recall what you read Superman 3 in I episode 1? I think it one? was a tragic too. You actually read that classic and and
4: uh Why? <laughs>
2: Because you love the relationship between Clark and Lana.
0: No, I think it was actually oh, because, that was me. sorry. <laughs> I think it's because back then you didn't want to make a movie feel bad. So and it was only between classic or second class, so you chose classic.
4: Oh well. Oh, Listen okay.
0: to the
2: episode.
4: I don't want to because because I don't like that movie.
0: <laughs> but you can re-listen to the episode. You don't have to re-watch the movie. All right. Uh, okay, tragic, fair enough uh, Dallas Okay, so Uh-oh.
3: To be perfectly honest Uh-oh. The first half of this movie, I was like, this is a tragic film Ooh. The first half of the movie I'm like, I'm done, this is tragic I'm going to shoot it in the back of the head All and right. let it go So
0: tragic, oh, wow. Paul, what is your rating? But, <laughs> oh, oh, wait there's there's The second half of the film
3: bat. redeemed it Oh. I'm going to give it A strong nostalgic Because of the last half of the film
0: Oh, really? Excellent. Okay Fair enough. Uh, Paul, how about you? Okay, you guys don't understand.
2: <laughs> See, I love this series of Superman films, not the fourth so much. I mean, when we did Superman 3, um, when I found time to correct the tragedy of not reviewing superman one and two i made it happen <laughs> because
0: yes this is paul's it's... birthday pick real quick happy birthday paul oh, thank happy you. Birthday.
2: so i i i love the the superman christopher reeve films mm-hmm. uh not for as much as i said but And growing up, this second one was my favorite of them all. So nostalgia on this is just firing on all cylinders. So to me, I, yeah, there are bad things about it, or I should say, it doesn't hold up as well as it should. But. That being said, I recommend anybody and everybody oh going out there gosh. and at least giving it a shot. So it's definitely a classic from me.
0: Classic from Paul. Okay.
2: So let's be the tiebreaker, Francisco.
1: What? <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Because I'm the tiebreaker. Yes. No. I, I was I thought you were saying
0: we would need a tiebreaker after me. I was confused. no, no, no. You're the tiebreaker. Yes, yes. Man, so this is. I'm, I think I'm the antithesis of you, Paul. This is probably my least favorite. I think growing really? up, I enjoyed the third one most because of the robot. Uh, I thought that robot was so scary and also so compelling as a bad really? guy at the end of Superman 3. Uh, and I, I mean, I, I thought. Computers and technology was cool. So I think that helped. And also the the duality of Superman facing himself was really interesting.
2: That is an awesome scene. Of all yeah of, in cinematic history, the fight between bad Superman and good, like Clark
0: Kent, that is a great scene. Yeah. So I, I think growing up, that was probably my favorite um, of the four. And this one, I don't know. It just doesn't, I don't, I don't, maybe I just don't like, uh, him right. fighting people that are equally matched. And it, it seems like really challenge. No, it, it seems very, uh, what's the word? Um, convenient that he leaves and he just is counting on Lex to somehow be able to find him so that he, Lex can lead the three to him. I mean, there's no, no hint of, Hey, you, you, we we're gonna go fight somewhere away from the civilians, or I I can't face you here. Come find me in my fortress of solitude. There's nothing. I mean, he's just counting on Lex to sell no, him he, out. He would have gone back and you know, like beat him, you know, fight him up and then run
2: away. And you know they would keep doing that until they eventually followed him in there.
0: You really think that? I,
2: yeah, that's what I would do.
0: <laughs> that's English? I would done. <laughs> <laughs> All right but i, I i'm going to have to say tragic <laughs>
1: oh right.
0: so I, a, I ruined my birthday it's was fine. that a <laughs> <laughs> no guilt no so according to the retro rewind podcast we rate superman 2 a very disputed tragic movie we do not wow. recommend anyone go out and see this film again
2: <sighs> it wasn't sad until you gave that final round. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh
0: but you know what? It's it's as sad as it is. It's time to get back to our own time. Good old twenty eight XX. Twenty
1: eight XX. So I online, receiving incoming transmission.
2: So a lot of people that like the Donner cut better. Yeah, I'd recommend. I'm actually curious. Um, since you rate this a tragic, what you would rate the Donner cut?
0: I, I yeah, I don't know. I but know, your you, I. I forget who you were talking to. Maybe it was the Dapper Man or someone else. But having a, a, sma- a smash cut or a, just a ma- one long movie that actually corrects everything, uses everything as it was supposed to be from one and two. Yeah. I, I want to see that movie. I yeah. would love to yeah. see that. So That would be
2: the real Donner
0: cut. That idea has Not ruined to. me to any other cuts or anything else. So thanks yeah. a lot, Paul. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> It's the least I could do for you rating this a tragic.
1: Right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Salt the wound. Okay. But, I uh, you know, it, feel, it feels good to be back in 20XX, but we re- wouldn't have been able to travel back to 1980 to begin with if it weren't for our amazing reflux capacitors, namely Jared Holzauer, Deborah Powers, Brian Keating, Patrick Hicks, L.J. Lowry, Chris Cowan, The feel and Film Podcast, Chris Owens, Geek Devotions, The Untold Podcast, Mrs. Lomax, Andy Lewis, Peter Panda, James Kennison, Daryl Hafner, and in addition to three other awesome patrons as well. Thank you all so, so much for keeping the gigawatts coming. And if you want to help keep us flying for as low as $1 a month you and get bonus content for your generosity, head over to RetroRewindPodcast.com Retro Rewind slash support to see how.
2: Have you seen Big Hero 6? I have seen Big Hero 6. Big Hero 6. Blue, blue, blue,
1: blue.
2: (laughs) (laughs) and while we're supporters, we also want to give a big super hug to our subscribers on Twitch, which is another way to send us a couple bucks a month. And if you have Amazon Prime, you can subscribe for free. There's a little trick to that, so find out how at retrorewindpodcast.com/slash Twitch Prime.
0: Is it like how Superman tricked the three guys into losing all their powers? Yeah, but you got to do it monthly. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't lose your Amazon uh, Prime when you do it. Don't worry about that. Uh, But, hey, let's keep the gratitude train going now because we love hearing from you, be it uh, your iTunes reviews. Uh, Please review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us if you're able to review us. Uh, You can comment on our website or through the contact form, uh, which probably actually, let me say this here, probably not the best way to reach us, through our contact form because we've had some email issues recently, so I still oh, check it, but it's very infrequent. So if you've so contacted, best, place? best places are like, well, you know what? Why don't you tell us uh, some of the best places here? You'll you'll tell us some of the best places here in a bit when you share our social media, Paul. Okay, uh, but I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a little longer. Retro rewind podcast.com slash 172 is the place to find timestamps for this episode. Timestamps, not Terrence Terrence stamps. stamps. Oh, links to contact us, uh, and links to, for voting on the movies you want us to review, but that's not the only place you can reach us. Paul, where else can people find the show and better places to probably contact us and also yourself specifically. It's about time. So you can talk to us on social media.
2: That's probably the best place to uh, contact us. We are Retro Rewind Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and maybe a few more. Check them out. And join us on our Discord server by going to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Discord. And also, as I mentioned before, we are on Twitch, so watch and chat with us live like people are doing right now as we record this very podcast. Francisco plays (laughs) retro video games and creates pixel art by following us at twitch.tv slash retro rewind pod. Come check us out there. But if you want to find me, Paul J. Powers, and wish me a happy birthday, you can go to pauljpowers.com where I have all my social media links and stuff.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Paul, for being an awesome general. Oh, wait, no. I'm the captain. Uh, but uh-huh. awesome friend. Not a mute Sabu either. <laughs> <laughs> Not, uh, my favorite co-host. You know, I only Ooh. have one. Uh, and I so appreciate getting to do this show with you.
2: Likewise, until you rate my favorites. Tragics, but that's fine. and creates dynamic and diversity.
0: And Sure. Yes. We're <laughs> about that here.
2: Sure. Yeah. <laughs> We're about making dynamic here.
0: Dynamics. We are dynamic industries, indeed. A
2: dynamic duo.
0: Oh, the that, that would have been the way to go. Uh, when are you guys doing that film? Yes. Wait, which one? Oh, the I Batman wonder. the movie? The Adam the West one? The one? The one that Hill rate. Oh, this is so
2: corny. Like, why, why are these things... Why do they just let him?
0: I claim that movie. Why do... You can't just... Rehydrate dust and it form At into end, people.
2: I saw it in Avengers mm-hmm. Endgame.
3: <laughs> is that wrong? <sighs>
0: <sighs> <laughs> I am also grateful to our guests for taking time to discuss Superman two with us. Uh we let's start with uh Chrissy, where can people find you online and is there anything you'd like to promote?
4: Find me on Facebook, or if you want to find me, ask my husband. He knows where I'm at most of the time. And cool. I don't really have anything to promote except for go to bed on time, or yeah. else you'll fall asleep on the Retro Rewind podcast. Or
0: <laughs> probably listening to the Retro Rewind podcast. I fall
4: asleep listening to podcasts, so y'all's voices just put me to sleep. Sorry.
0: Oh, you're welcome. You are very
4: welcome. No, don't talk like that. That's creepy. Like, is in my bedtime yet?
3: I'm not going to do it. This
0: is just my natural voice. When it's bedtime. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, wow. Uh, let's see. Where oh I? Oh, uh, Dallas, where can people find you online? And is there anything you'd like to promote?
3: Yeah, you can uh, find Celeste and I at Geek Devotions uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, we also have a website, geekdevotions.com, where we do weird hand motions and look at people awkwardly. I'm just saying that. It's because of what we do here at Virtual Rewind Podcast. But oh, yes. no, uh, that's where we're at. Uh, Celeste and I, we have a YouTube channel, Geek Devotions. We do uh, geek pop culture devotionals every Friday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. They're designed to encourage those in the geek community. Let them know that they are loved. Boo. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh thank you so much, Das and Christy. Thank you so much for being here. Uh it is awesome having you on the podcast. Uh, but you know what? I want to thank someone else, even more so than our guests, and that's you. Yes, you listening right this very second, and then this second into the next minute. If you're still here now listening to us, appreciate you so much. Uh, whether you're a first-time listener or a part of our Rad Rewinder community, Thanks for spending time with us, and we pray you are more joyful now than when you first hit play. I have been and continue to be Francisco Ruiz. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at FXRUIZX, and you can hire me to do pixel art illustrations for you via Fiverr at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Fiverr.
2: We are also proud to be part of the Retro Junkies Network at TheRetroJunkies.com and the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com
0: You can catch us at either of those. But like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all on the next episode of the Retro Rewind podcast. Retro
1: Rewind mission complete. Proceed to Point Omega and return to base.
2: Come to me, son of derail. Kneel before podcasting.
0: (laughs) Drail. <laughs> Is, Is Southern
1: drail? Zod?
3: Darn it, my Southern <laughs> accent came out. Come to me, Southern
1: Darrell. Kneel before Zod. <laughs>